Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock friends, to this episode of Before the Bid Podcast. And on this one, I have a return guest, a guy that, again, uh, I am excited to talk to, and a guy that is a good friend of mine in the Angus business, and a guy that I met a couple years ago on the Beef Leaders Institute trip. And we have spent quite a bit of time since then together at different events and different things. Actually, they were so kind to host us this summer as we went out to the national junior show out in nebraska Uh, i said hey we would like a place to lay over and they said why don't you just come on and so we we did and what a great stay we had there got fed almost too well and uh, had great hospitality and and a guy that uh, has had bull sales in the spring he's uh, on his second female sale there at the ranch and so a program that uh, has produced a whole lot of bulls and a lot of cows that have been out in the Angus industry and and, uh, just really made a splash in the industry and been breed leaders in the industry. So for this one, we're going to Scotia, Nebraska, and we are going to talk with my good friend Danny Poss, and we're going to talk about their female sale that they have coming up, and that female sale is going to be on September 8th, and it's going to be held at 5 p.m. again there at the ranch uh, in near Scotia, Nebraska, and so, uh, Danny, uh, welcome back to the podcast, and, and appreciate you uh, coming back and talking about these great females. Well, thanks, Andy. Glad to be on your podcast. Well, I uh, I appreciate it again, and and man, uh, you know, I've I've got to thank you in, in front of everybody again. We were coming out to Nebraska, and and you know, I knew that you guys were close because I'd come up last time we were out in Nebraska. We had a couple guys there at the at the show, and you came to me and you said, "Hey, we're going to go up and we're going to look at some cows. Do you want to go?" And uh, so I jumped on the opportunity, and so glad I did. And you took us out and showed us a bunch of really nice females and and some good herd bulls, and and so I knew it was close. And so I thought, man, if I could just go out there and hang out with Danny and, and look through some cows and got some other friends out there, and so I went and did that. So man, I appreciate. Uh, everything you guys did for us there and uh, let us stay right there in the bunkhouse guys just pulled in and and it was right there stayed by ourselves basically and put cattle in the barn and man that was a great thing Danny well we were glad to have you and it was great that you were here and it worked out great yeah I, I guess there's one thing though I got to to learn a whole lot more about pivots <laughs> irrigating pivots than what I ever thought I would we were kind of hoping to look at some cows and things, and we did, but we had to do a lot of the irrigating. Danny, tell us a little bit about some of the things that go on around there, and, and sometimes you get to do a lot more irrigating than you do out running cows. Yeah, this summer we we didn't have no break from irrigating. It was plenty dry, and when you said you are coming, I said just make sure you bring some rain, which <laughs> you did bring a little. It wasn't enough, and so actually that 
one day I put you to work and help me put some fertilizer on through the pivot. And right. So really enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, we, we were hoping that one day we could shut the pivots off, but, uh, just didn't quite happen. Yeah, the rain went to Grand Island instead. <laughs> on all that pavement down there, then on all the crop ground. So, Danny, if you would, I know that, that you're a first-generation Angus breeder, but but tell us a, a little about your growing up. You're not a you're not first into the cattle business. Uh, you've got quite a bit of background there. Yeah, my my dad had commercial cattle, and I always thought it'd be great to have registered cattle and just add more value to them and. So that's that was the intriguing part of of what I enjoy is the the genetics and just adding value cattle that uh, got the eye appeal and the, the EPDs and cattle that can kind of do it all and so well I've always been intrigued by the genetics and it's always fun to see how those genetics pan out and how your matings if they really work and if they complement each other and right and my opinion for a first generation angus breeder why you can tell that that you've really really paid attention to what you're doing uh, as far as your breeding program and what you're developing and what you're doing for other cattlemen and again we can talk about it later because you have really sold some genetics and got some genetics out there that uh, have really changed and and made a made a huge impact on the angus breed I always believed in stacking good cow families and just stacking those genetics that'll uh, produce a set of cows that you can uh, do a lot of different things with. And, you know, the cows are the factory, and if you got a good factory, things will take care of themselves. So we've tried to stack a lot of good high maternal genetics and just cattle that can do it all from moderate birth weight, explosive growth, and, of course, the high maternal, and, and then some cattle that got the carcass punch. Mm-hmm. Before we get into to, to talking about those cattle, let's talk about what's uh, one thing that, that is very important there at Paz Angus, and, and that is a family uh, that you have and, and a large family, and and, and it is run. I, I don't know, should we call her the boss, or do we say she runs it and you guys just kind of do what you're supposed to, or, or how do we introduce Christy, and, and what, do we, what do we say about that lady that makes everything go around there? You know, I'm pretty blessed to have a good wife like Christy, and she keeps the family rolling, and she does so much for the kids and and I, and we couldn't do it without her. And I got to tell you, Danny, I got to admit, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but when we showed up out there that morning, I think we pulled in at about 7 o'clock or so, and you guys were all kind of ready to go, and she came out, and and she said, well, are you hungry? And I said, well, you know, we we thought we could find something and, and we didn't. And she says, well, I'll make you breakfast. So she throws it in the bunkhouse and she comes and she says, don't tell them what I made you. Cause you want to talk about a spread. This young lady can put together. Uh, she, she flat put a spread together for us and, uh, does such a, such a great job with, with taking care of everybody. Cause you could just tell when we were there for an hour, she had everybody taken care of and where things needed to be and knew what was going on. She's pretty good cook. <laughs> yeah, and she kind of gets gets everybody where they need to go. So, uh, you got you got two boys running around there also that are involved in the operation, and and so I want you to to introduce them a bit and and talk about the girls as well. Yeah, Nolan, he's done with college. He graduated from UNL, and he lives about a mile, just a little over a mile from us. He's very big part of our operation. With him coming back and whatnot we're 
we're able to do a little more embryo work and he really enjoys the genetic. I can run a lot of things by him and we can figure out a lot of things on genetics and cattle and he's a big part of the crops too. He plants all the corn and he's very good at AI and he's gotten good at that. He's the guy that does pretty much all the crop work and mm-hmm. and then uh, Nathan, he's finishing up his last year of uh, college at Fort Hayes and he's living with Nolan now. He's finishing up his last year online. Mm-hmm. So that that helps. He's home here quite a little and I don't know what I'd do without him. We get a lot done, the three of us, so Right. And they, they kinda of bring on a, a little bit of another crew as well too around there. Oh yeah. And then Nathan he's uh he's been doing some team roping this summer and he's been doing quite well too, so Mm-hmm. Keep getting Facebook updates on those, so so he's uh yeah doing well. And I think you and I was harassing you a little bit. I think he started doing well right there in about the middle of July uh, is, is when they really started doing well, and they finished uh, this part of the summer pretty well. Yeah, he's been having some good times and making things happen mm-hmm. here lately. Mm-hmm. And Nathan, he's a big part of our operation. I can send him off. He likes to do the haying, so he gets a lot of the haying, and he's a great part to have uh, just moving cows around and doctoring animals or whatever. He's really good at that. So. Mm-hmm. And then you're bringing on another set of females as well. Oh, yeah, them two. The girls, Neely and Natalie. Neely's a senior and Natalie's a sophomore. They started volleyball. They're pretty competitive in sports, and they do quite well. Mm-hmm. They play volleyball. Don't they play basketball and run track? Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yep, they do it all. They dance, too. Okay. Do you teach them all your moves? Is that how, they, how <laughs> they've got to dance moves? I think they got it from their mom. <laughs> okay. Neely made it in uh, at state track in four events, so she's a pretty good runner. Mm-hmm. That's great. And do you have another little guy you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. Then we uh, we got a foster son. We we just got here early August, so he's he's in sixth grade. So. Mm-hmm. Seems like a really nice young man when uh, when we were out there uh, running around and kind of going with you some and uh, helping Christy quite a bit. And so it uh, just sounds like a, uh, a really or seems like a really, really good young man and, and a really nice addition there to the, the big family. Yeah, he loves it out here. He really enjoys cattle and the farming operation. And it's been uh, quite interesting having him. He, he really loves it here. Well, that's great. Danny, you're going to have your second female sale this fall. And what made you get into to having the female sales uh, in the first place? Because you've, you've had a bull sale for, for quite a while, since, what, like 1999 or something like that. Yep. And you sold a few females there in the bull sale, but why did you go ahead and, and add on another female sale? Well, we in the past, bull sales or whatnot, we've always offered some, some donor cows that we felt like that had a lot of value left in them and that could go out and still work for other people. And we've had a lot of success doing that and, and our numbers have gotten up substantially. So we're able to offer more females and in a bigger sale. And so it's always been a goal of ours to uh, sell some elite females that can go out and have some success for other people. Mm hmm. And with our embryo program and strong AI program, we're, we're able to uh, sell some young females. And 
And you're not selling, you talk about elite, you're selling cows like Maverick's mother, like Deadwood's mother, uh, and then just, just another addition, you guys had the high-selling heifer in Denver a couple years ago. So so you're not just putting females in there that, well, we got too many, so let's kind of go pick a few uh, just random females and, and throw them in there. You guys are picking the absolute elite stuff, and we're going to get into some of that again when we go through the catalog. But that's kind of your goal to, to sell the elite females in the in the herd, correct? Yeah, Andy, you're absolutely right. We're picking up the top end of the females and allowing them to be on the sale. And there's a lot of opportunities here for people to uh, get some of the top of the line genetics out of our herd. And so we're just hoping that uh, they can have success. And last year we sold Maverick's mother and then Deadwood's mother. Mm-hmm. And both both cows have been very successful. And and we're talking females that have produced bulls like Total Impact, Element, Marvel, Achievement, all those bulls that, that you guys have had in the past. Uh, and and these are the kind of females that, that you're offering to, to all of these guys. Right. Like this year, we got Rawhide's mother on her. She's their top cow that should be the lot one, so... Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so again, right, right, straight off the top. And before we get into those females just a bit, and we talk about the bull power, you've had bulls in almost every major stud uh, that there is over the past what six, eight, ten years. Yeah, we've been fortunate. We've sold some pretty good bulls, and they've went to the major studs, and they've had good luck, and they keep coming back. Mm-hmm. And so that's you know just to complement the the female battery that you guys have. Uh, have just to to produce those bulls that you know you got bulls that at accelerated and Gen X and Alta and ABS and ST and C Max and and all of those uh, major bull studs. So that that just says a whole whole lot for the program and and in my opinion it says a whole lot for a first generation Angus breeder that you pay that much attention and and uh, just get those cattle that that will go out and, and do that good for, for those people. So I just, I think that speaks a lot for you and, and for your breeding program, Danny. Well, thank you. Like I said before, we just try to stack good proven pedigrees and animals that will complement each other. And we're always searching and for the elite genetics to keep moving us forward and be progressive. It almost sounds like you're you're finding those elite genetics so that you can put them in your female cell now. So, uh, like like as I mentioned with with selling Maverick's mother, Deadwood's mother, Rawhide's mother, that sort of thing. So, uh, that's a that's an interesting way to go about it. A lot of those guys would would keep those, and and you're going to offer them or or have offered them. That's right. We we've got a lot of good young females, and some of these females were were selling fifty percent. So we'll. That way we can retain those females and still get some embryo production out of them. Mm-hmm. Well, Danny's got a lot of good females. Let's kind of get right into this sale. And uh, again, the, where where can they find a catalog if they don't have one? Uh, how can you lead them to to a catalog? So maybe if they're if they're not watching the podcast video or anything, and and they want to go to the catalog and kind of follow along with us, where can they get that? Oh, the easiest way is go to our website, posangus.com, or go to the angus.org and go to their page with sale books. And ours is on September 8th. So that's an easy way to get to our catalog. 
and I notice it it's might be the only live sale that day uh, <laughs> for for a long way because that's on a Wednesday night. Am I right? You're right. We've got it on a Wednesday night, 5 p.m. Can I harass you a little and say, why, why a Wednesday night? Well, we thought that'd be a good time to do it. In the middle of the week, there's not a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's no volleyball games, or we'll see how it works. You had to work it out with that volleyball schedule, huh, and make sure that would work out. Well, last year we uh, we had it on a Friday, mm-hmm. and – that happened to be when state football was. So oh, wow. Our boys actually got beat out, so they wouldn't have got beat out. It had been a little <laughs> tough, you know, have a sale when there's a big-time football game going on. Right, so. right. And I've noticed you moved the sale up quite a bit this year. From Last year it wasn't in November, and, and this year you moved it up to September. Yeah, you're right. With big harvest coming up, we thought maybe it'd be better just to – have it before harvest and that early September time frame is seems like it's an easy time for people to get away and mm-hmm. they need to travel and so and we have a little more help during the summer to get cattle ready and pictures and videos. It made it a little easier but but then you deal with a little hot weather, so Right. No matter how you do it it's not perfect but But probably a little more for the help and, and different things to, to get those ready now and Exactly. Okay, what a smart move, I think, uh, in in my opinion. So, and it gets a little cold out there in Nebraska, in the the end of November. A whole lot different weather than than right here in the middle of September or the first part of September. Right, and it's good for the once the females are sold and get them to their new home, and they can get it acclimated for winter, and and then like the pregnancies, you can get them to their new home, and before they get too heavy with calf, and right. Sounds like a great idea. Well, Danny, when we open this catalog, uh, of course, we got the first page. We got all the info on those first couple pages and uh, different things there. But we open it up and and we hit that lot one and and man, she just hits you really hard uh, when you open that catalog. And you know, here she is, a, a mother of a of a popular bull. And why don't you tell us about about this lot one and uh, just kind of kind of walk us through this catalog here. Well, she's one of the most powerful females I've ever produced. And even at a month of age, she was a standout. She had more performance than a lot of the bull calves. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just, she's very feminine fronted, long neck, long bodied and broody with a long hip on her. And I mean, she's just a powerful female. And I always knew she would make some herd bulls and bring on some females that would build a really awesome herd out of and she definitely has done that and i didn't think i'd ever be able to sell her but i guess i broke down and said i'd sell half and so she's our highlight of her sale and she's definitely one of my favorites and everybody at the ranch we've had a lot of people come through even when she was young wanting to buy her and it'll be fun to get a new owner and partner with her and we're really excited to have her on highlight the sale with and she's got three powerful bull calves that, that she has produced right down there at the bottom. Of course, Rawhide at, at ST and Dependent there was, was the third high-selling bull, the 2021 sale. So uh, just really done some, some great things there. She sure has, and Rawhide's definitely one of her favorites. He's uh, sold a lot of semen at uh, ST Genetics, so he's, he's having a really good year. And the calves are out of him are 
we got the first calf crop and and nationwide everybody says they they really love him so mm-hmm. he fits a lot of different environments and he's pretty balanced trait and he's pretty hard to fall mm-hmm. and not only can this this female produce bulls but you look right across the page and you look up and down that that other page and and a lot one a and b and um, she can produce females as well yeah those two females they've got some very elite genetics in them they they're balanced trait and they're they resemble her at a young age too because they're they're very powerful and easy to look at we're uh, excited to have those two to offer in our sale mm-hmm. we got two clarities that one a and the one b and and talk about the the one c if you would just a minute yeah the the reno daughter she's a fall calf mm-hmm. and our falls we run them pretty rough they don't get pampered any so she's been on just out on grass all summer and she's probably going to be one of the sleepers in the sale she'll be fun to see how her future unfolds here we flipped the page and we've got this lot too and uh she's no she's no newcomer yeah we got a pregnancy out of woodhill relevance and then uh deadwood's mother that should be a very interesting uh heifer cast for somebody that wants to put their prefix on the, the animal and that'll be quite interesting genetics to come I think relevance in 399 definitely uh, would do some neat things. They uh, complement each other very well. Mm-hmm. And and so lot two, lot two is a heifer pregnancy due on February 2nd of 22 uh, out of Deadwood's mother. So jump right in here and get on some of these allegiance. We're going to talk a little about Deadwood. If if they've been under a rock, uh, they haven't heard about Deadwood, but we're going to talk about him just a little bit here towards the end. You bet. His mother, she she sold in our sale last year to reverse our rocking ranch and and then Capital Angus, and they're having great success with her. She's making a lot of embryos, and she's working out very well for those two programs. Across the page, lot three, we've got a full sister to her. Yeah, that's a full sister, and she's phenotypically, she's a standout. She's got a lot of eye appeal, and She's a good-looking cow, really good uttered. She's got a lot of longevity in her yet, and, and she's bred to Haynes Papa, and that, that heifer calf should have some really good elite genetics. That'll, that calf, that'll be uh, interesting to see how that one does here in the next few years because that, that heifer could produce some really good females and some elite herd bulls. So you're telling me I'm going to get two females for the price of one on this lot three? Yep, you will. Okay. And then she's got a daughter, lot 3A. Yeah, the 714 cow, she's really powerful. She's uh, easy keeping, really powerful, but yet she milks really well. She's a standout. And then she's bred the same way, so that ought to be pretty interesting. Talking about milk, she's uh, 36 on milk, and you can see the you can see the udder there in the picture, and what a nice female. Yeah, she's a standout. She'll raise some herd bulls with some cavities, but yet got the power and muscle and performance. Mm-hmm. Turn the page there. We go to the lot 4A and B, and these heifers, uh, we've kind of heard about some of their genetics. They're, uh, they're out of Flush Sisters to Maverick's mother. Is that correct? Yeah, they're... 4A and 4B are flesh sisters out of Confidence Plus, 
out of Maverick's mother. And those those two females are standouts. They've got an elite EPD package, and they're really sharp fronted and broody. And they've got some power. We're selling half interest. You'll you'll hear a lot about those females in our program down the road. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of females that I think you can really produce some herd bulls with. And and the uh, the 4A she's she's bred to Deadwood. She'll calve late January at the same time as uh, the 4B, which is bred to rawhide mm-hmm. with a heifer calf. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we were out there and we, we did get to go look at some cows. And I've seen this. I was in this pasture where you where you did the picture pin and, and did the videos. And uh, we went out and we saw this 0604. And uh, what, a, what a really high-quality female, in my opinion, as well. Uh, just uh, just a really, really nice set of females, and, and this one did. She stood out. Yeah, I'm really excited to see that Deadwood bull calf that'll be out of her. That'll be fun to watch that calf grow up. Mm-hmm. And the, the 4C, again, we've got a, a heifer pregnancy there. Yeah, you know, he stacked Rawhide's mother with Maverick's mother all in one pedigree, at that heifer calf. That'll be pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. And that one's due due February first, but but yeah, two of the great females right there bred into that package there into that heifer pregnancy. Oh yeah, the the heifer pregnancy with Clarity and and Maverick's mother that that would be very interesting. That should be high maternal and pretty fault free genetics. Mm-hmm. They'll be stacking some cow power. And and we're not going to hit on everyone, but man, you've got so many elite ones up here. Uh, at the front and and tell us about the the 5a and and the 5b over there on the on the other page yeah they're all out of that 648 cow which is the mother of wrangler and he sold the same time as uh rawhide he's a true power bull he's very athletic and very stout and thick and he's a bull that can really move out and it's got a lot of muscle and mass and a lot of top and rump and a lot of muscle all the way down his lower quarter and we flushed 648 to uh, hometown and that was a, a big flush and the bull calves look really good they've they've got a really good look to them and of course that 648 cow she she really stamps her progeny with awesome eye appeal and and power and cattle that are very athletic and can really move out the the 5b is a rawhide out of 648 and i think that ought to really work stacking 6502 and 648 all in one pedigree that heifer calf ought to be a standout Mm -hmm. and we we don't go backwards when we talk about the 5c because we've got we've got uh out of the 4c we've got one out of maverick's mother and then now we're going to offer one out of wrangler's mother in the 5c exactly that ought to be a really interesting calf you know that should be some pretty elite genetics and and uh, that 648 she can produce herd bulls and with that kind of mating that heifer calf ought to offer the new owner some uh, interesting things that they can do with her Mm -hmm. so flip the page and we get over here to another uh, really powerful female and and we've got some pregnancy selling out of her yeah and the uh that 2016 cow we found her she's a power cow with really good udder and feet quality and she's got a lot of eye appeal and we flushed her to uh, rawhide and so that 6a is a rawhide 
heifer calf that was born early August, and uh, we'll have the genomics back here soon, and we'll have updated EPDs before sale. The, that's a really powerful mating there. And then we're really excited to offer uh, a deadwood pregnancy due in January to uh, 2016. So, And deadwood, again, the, the high-selling bull. Uh, last year and uh, again we'll we'll talk about deadwood just a little later but you got to be excited with these deadwood pregnancies that, that you've got coming out here uh, in this sale and and I'm going to guess this is some of the first times to ever buy deadwood progeny right exactly this will be some of the first pregnancy is available for auction mm-hmm what else do we need to hit on here, Danny? Uh, uh, we've we've hit everyone up to up to six, and uh, we can kind of roll through a few more of these. The eight and nine; those will be some heifers that'll be due in uh, at the end of January and first of February. So, somebody wants a deadwood heifer that that'd be now be the time to step up and buy. Mm-hmm. The lot nine is have a really good mainstay daughter out of that 7148 cow and she's a really powerful cow Mm -hmm. and then uh i'm really excited you know we're offering a really good set of uh fall open heifers like the lot 10 is a no doubt with a lot of cavities and big time spread and high maternal and female kind of does it all then we're offering a couple uh maverick heifers and these ought to go out and work and make future donors for people they've got a really elite EPD package and the phenotype on them is really super. They're powerful, good-looking females that that are feminine and broody and got good feet and leg structure. And when you went to pick out these fall open heifers to offer in the sale, where did you take those? You take them in the middle? You take them midway down? Where where did these come from? No, they're some of our better females. Mm-hmm. We want to offer good genetics so people can have success. So. Yeah, I just wanted to wanted to bring that out, because yeah, you guys do. You go in and you're like, okay, who's who's the top ones, and let's offer those to everybody. And I, there's uh, a lot of people that really really appreciate that. Then we got a few bread heifers also, so they're a highlight also. Some of these, I mean, you, we could start to sell with them. They're just like the lot fourteen. She's a maverick. I have an element daughter. That 7104, she's a very powerful female. The element daughters have excellent udders, excellent fleshing abilities. Those females maintain their flesh very well. They shed out really well. So, Okay. Let's go back and let's hit the, the lot 19 there on page 13. Oh, the, the Reno female, that heifer, she's got a lot of growth to her. She's... Yeah, wow, she's 98 on waning, 173 yearling, and but yet she's pretty high maternal, and then she's bred to hometown, so that'll make her powerful effort, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's skip over and highlight this lot 24 female. Oh, that's 8613. Is a really good discovery daughter I bought out at Vantage Angus, and she was super powerful. She raised a lot of good herd bulls, and they sold very well on her sale. And and this uh, female, she's she's one of my favorites. I mean, she's a standout. She's mm-hmm. super nice fronted and really deep barreled and broody and powerful. Good udder, good hip on her, and 
she moves out well, really good on her feet and legs. And she bred to Baldridge Pappy, so that ought to be an interesting heifer calf that's due the uh, 2nd of February. Mm-hmm. And you sold a donor that was a really good highlight last year, and and now you're going to sell a daughter that goes back to her in the lot 26. Oh, yeah, the lot 26 goes back to the 410 cow, and she was one of our uh, top donor cows in our sale last year. That cow's made a lot of good females, and that's a really good female there that bred to hometown, and she's uh, done quite well for us, but always like to put some good ones on. So mm-hmm. so she fits that bill. Turn the page there, the, the lot 29. Uh, we got a full sister to Deadwood's mother that you're going to offer. Is that correct? Am I reading that right? Yeah, the 9629 is a a teddy out of uh, a full sister to Edward's mother. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's anybody wanting some outcross females and that got a good good story behind them. That'd be one of them. Mm -hmm. We talked about one more, the, the Lot 32. Yeah, that's a really good consent daughter out of an uptown and that's really good pedigree on her, and they consent and uptown complement each other well. She's a she's a moderate frame, but boy, she's powerful and she's pretty thick and got some base width to her. And mm-hmm. so, so some of these females you're going to offer everything of. Uh, some of these females you're going to offer half interest. So just uh, guys, make sure you look at that and and make sure you know what they're offering. But uh, man, what a great opportunity to get your hands on on some of the breed leading genetics here uh, from Poss and uh, Danny. What a heck of a set of females uh, you have put together for your second sale. And uh, just want to commend you and and congratulate you on being able to put uh, that set of high quality females together here to offer everybody. There may not be sixty, eighty lots. What there's there's thirty three catalog lots, but man. Uh, you'd have to have to put a lot of miles on a pickup to uh, find the females that, that you could find in these 33 lots at Paws Angus. That's right, Andy. We uh, thought we'd offer the some of the better females that we could, and we just hope people uh, do a little homework and find the ones they like, and and I think there'll be some there'll be some sleepers in this sale that I think that'll help your program move to the right direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, being partners with, with a family like the Possas, why uh, uh, I wouldn't mind doing that as well. And just a great family to, to work with. And so I would be excited about, about being that if, if that's some of those genetics that you want. So, well, Danny, we're, we're at the last page of this catalog and we've got, oh, about three quarters of a page. And we've got this bull on there and uh, a bull that uh, has made his name from coast to coast and north to south and uh, everywhere in the country, and uh, he sold in last year's sale, uh, named him Post Deadwood, and a lot of action coming before the sale, a lot of action at the sale, and uh, you guys have, have got a really interesting way to to market uh, some of the semen on this bull and, and some of it's out and, and doing very well. So if you would, kind of tell us a little about about Deadwood and uh, what's what's going on with Deadwood. Oh, you know, he's made an exciting year for us here at Foss Angus. He's uh, gotten a lot of attention in the Angus world, and he's uh, he's a bull that a lot of people have found, 
whether they're just flushing cows, big time high donor cows too, or we've had a lot of people interested in, uh, you know, even in rough country and mountains and different types of environment that they really want to use deadwood to uh, progress their operation with. And it's uh, amazing the number of people even uh, out of the U.S. that have found him and inquired about him. And so we're, we're excited to raise him and be able to use his genetics and move forward. And we're really excited to see the calves come this spring and watch them grow next year. We, we think, uh, you know, he's got a pretty bright future and it'll be interesting to see how his sons and daughters do, but we think he's the right type of bull for the industry and, and, uh, just, you know, the amount of cavities and growth and, the maternal and the carcass that he offers and his uh, semen has gotten used in a lot of uh, donor cows and uh, IVF slots that were sold this summer. So there'll be uh, more semen sold this fall. Now, can we call you for semen? Is, is he with a company? What's the, what's the semen situation on Deadwood? Uh, he's, he's produced, quite well this spring and summer and you know if you want semen you need to contact ck6 consulting and they'll be releasing some information here in september on on the marketing and how they'll go about it with the marketing you guys auctioned some of this off early and that's what they did they the semen was auctioned off just because of the high demand and Mm -hmm in order to make it fair for people to have access to that semen, they had to auction it, just make it easier. And that, that stuff didn't go for 30, 40, 50, a hundred dollars a straw. That, uh, that stuff really got up there pretty high. Yeah. A lot of it brought over a thousand bucks to straw. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. That's but in a, using it in IVF, it, it worked out quite well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's a thousand dollars a straw. You you know, usually you, you hear about those bulls that that you know that stuff gets up to four to five to six hundred dollars a straw, maybe on some of that stuff. That's you know maybe they died and there's not a lot, but they're really producing great progeny. But this guy is a young bull and just really starting to to produce semen really well, and and you guys are already selling thousand dollars a straw on this guy. It actually, you know, worked out quite well on the IVF slots. It uh, he could be used on several donors. It and made a lot of embryos. It it worked out. Mm-hmm. And you get reports. Uh, Chris Chris likes to put some stuff up there on Facebook, and uh, he he's got some reports that that these females are that that the eggs are really taking. Uh, you you put them in those recip cows, and uh, the the pregnancies are are getting along very very well. And that's what we've been hearing. Mm-hmm. Conception rates have been good, and so that's that's great news. You know, people are happy they got a lot of a lot of pregnant recips. So, right, that's what makes it fun. Well, what's in the future for for Deadwood here over the next couple of years? Well, I'm sure he'll be uh, he'll be used pretty hard this fall and spring in a number of programs. And he'll just keep collecting semen, and we'll see what happened mm-hmm. now he was and it's no it's no secret he was a large investment uh for some guys 
a very large investment. But from what I could tell or, or what I heard sitting around the dinner table uh, that night that, that uh, Christy fixed us a heck of a spread, they're doing quite well on their investment. Yeah, they are. They're uh, doing quite well. Demon sales have went really well, and they've uh, made a lot of their money back on the purchase. So, mm-hmm. something that the guys always like to see if if you're going to sell one, why you you sure want somebody else to make money on it, uh, and then and it just just absolutely helps everybody out. That's right, Andy. Right. So, uh, and that's what that's what you want to do with Deadwood. That's what you want to do with your other bulls that you sell there in the spring. And and what's the what's the date of the spring bull sale? It's first Friday of February. Okay. So there when it's warming up really nice in Nebraska and be sunshine and 70, right? Last few Februarys here in Nebraska have been extremely cold and long. Mm-hmm. So probably not a great fa- place to, to vacation out there uh, when they come to the sale, but just come to the sale and, and buy some good bulls, right? Yeah, we got a heated sale barn and it works out well. Right, top of the line, uh, sale barn out there. Uh, we parked our truck in it this summer and stayed there in the bunkhouse right there in the sale barn. And uh, what a nice facility that is for you guys. So, Danny, is that where you're going to have the female sale as well, right there in that uh, sale barn facility on the ranch? Absolutely. Okay. We'll have the cattle pinned right outside, and then it'll it'll be on DV auction. Mm-hmm. So we can bid if if we can't show up. Uh, we can bid and we can watch it there on, on DV auction and uh, then then make arrangements and, and get things taken care of. That's right, Andy. If, if you uh, people can't make it to the sale, they can view or bid on uh, DV auction. Danny, anything else we need to know about this sale, about the operation, anything be- before we wrap this edition up? Oh, we're just a family operation in central Nebraska, and we... Uh, enjoy raising cattle and our angus operation makes it a great way to raise kids and we uh, just try to teach our kids how important it is to run a good honest operation and meet a lot of new people and build great relationships with other people and you know it, it ain't all about the cattle it's how you raise your kids and what you teach them to grow up and be successful and just have a lot of friends and family to help you and and it's it's a great way of life right and uh when you when you can raise really really good ones and produce really good ones it just helps it be that much more uh that much more fun right well we like i've told you before you it's it's all about the females females is your foundation and that's your factory if you got a good factory everything will fall into place right well, Danny, I think that's a great way to, to wrap this one up. Just, again, want to invite everybody to go to posangus.com, check out the catalog, and or go to the Angus Association. You can check out the catalog there. You guys also have a Facebook page, uh, Pos Angus, and so you guys will be putting some things on there. Uh, you can watch the, watch the podcast video on 
uh, before the bid Facebook page. You can watch it on the YouTube page. So a lot of ways that, that you can get to uh, seeing these cattle. And again, you can talk to Danny and, and talk to those guys out there. Talk to Chris Earl about the cattle, West Teeman. Talk to them about the cattle and, and bid on them on DV auctions. And uh, so many ways that, that uh, you can get another set of eyes and and things on these cattle so uh be sure to do that so danny appreciate you getting with me here and and we sent mess text messages back and forth today talking about what time we were going to do this and you said midnight would be good and you know we've almost made it that out here <laughs> as we're recording i was joking about that uh. <laughs> I figured by the time we'd get done, it would be. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured, and, and we've still got some more talking to do. So uh, not our first late night discussing things, and, and certainly not our last. So, again, uh, just appreciate it, Danny. want to wish you a lot of luck with the sale and uh, everything that you guys have coming up. I appreciate it, Andy. And if anybody has any questions on on any of the females, don't hesitate to call me. I, I can give you more information over the phone about each cow and I'd be glad to help everybody get the right female to them and well sounds great Paws angus fall female sale september 8 2021 starts at five o'clock p.m out there in scotia nebraska and uh we want to invite you to go look at all those and appreciate danny putting this together and we want to thank you for listening to another edition of before the bid podcast Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on before the bid.